Steve and Annie meet Batman, episode 8, The Og and I. Alright, we are on episode 8. <laughs> I guess that was a bad opening, we should redo that. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll leave it in. Alright, welcome back for another episode of Steve and Andy. Andy, how you been this past week? I've been pretty good. How have you been doing, Steve? Not too bad. Um, things have sort of settled down with school. I'm not as, not really as busy as I was the past couple weeks. Well, that's good. I know that uh, going back. I mean, this is what your third week back, or is this your second? Uh, from spring break, this is my second week. Second week. Well, okay. Back. Yeah. Now you're settled into everything, so you're yeah. more in a group now. That's good. Yeah, and we're we're going for consistency on Steve and Andy. We're trying to get one of these out every. About every week, and we've done a every decent week, yeah. job. Yeah, it's consistency, not quality. Right. That's that's really our main goal. We don't care about how well we do. We just want to be getting these out there. We want to hit a hundred episodes. We don't care if there are a hundred good episodes. We don't even care if it's twenty good episodes. We just really want to hit a hundred. Yeah, qual uh, quantity over quality really is what we right. aim for here. Um, quality is in like distant <laughs> second place. So, um, we have a few emails this week, which we'll read after uh, we talk about this week's episode. Um, but, before the episode, I do want to issue an apology to um, someone named Kasra, who, uh, they sent us a very nice email, a couple of very nice emails, but for some reason I thought this person was a girl, and it turns out that Kasra is actually a guy. So, I, I didn't know, and Kasra, I'm very sorry about that. I mean... How would you know? Kasra does not to offend Kasra. It does sound kind of like a female name. Yeah, and that might not actually be his real name. I don't know because I mean. Oh yeah, it might not be. I mean, Andy's not my real name, <laughs> so. And Batman's not Batman's real name. No, that's true. But Robin is actually Dick Grayson's <laughs> real name. So his real name is Robin Richard Grayson. Kasra, thank you for listening and thank you for the emails. Um, we do really appreciate the emails, and I'm sorry that I called you a girl. I didn't mean anything by it. So <laughs> he did. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, this week's episode is um, a, basically about Egghead, and he's joined by Olga, Queen of the Cossacks. And um, yeah. I didn't know what a Cossack was. Apparently, you... they're a gorilla or adventurer. So there you go. If you don't know what one is, she's basically Not a gorilla, as in like a gorilla, like <laughs> gorilla, banana gorilla. No, no, a gorilla, like an urban gorilla, like Che Guevara was a gorilla, something like that. So this week and next week, we're going to be playing a little game called Name the Egghead Egg Puns. And there's, he loves, I like how he really goes with it. I mean, he loves eggs. Straight up, this man loves eggs. He does. He loves eggs a lot. And do you think it's just because his head is shaped like an egg that he, he just thought, why not? I might as well get into eggs. Well, you know, it's it's possible. I love eggs. Seriously. Me too, yeah. And if I, could, if, if I could get away with it, I would... Be, I would call myself Egghead and drive around in an eggmobile and do all those things, you know? But would you say could, things like, this is excellent and extraordinary? And well, if I, if I was... Well, see, that this is, this is what I was going to say. If I'm going that far by calling myself Egghead, wearing a, a white suit with a yellow shirt... You might as well take it all the way. I'm, I'm taking it all the way. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I, you know... So this is the, that's the game we're going to play this week. We're going to keep track. And next week, I, I'm assuming he Obviously. keeps this going. He, I bet he does, yeah. We're going to keep track of the egghead egg puns. And even Batman gets in on it a little bit, I think. Maybe. It, it, it's infectious. It is, really. 
Can I just say that I love Vincent Price? Oh, you can say I that. I love Vincent Price. All right, are you ready? Because he's played by Vincent Price. I'm a big Vincent Price fan. Are you ready to get into this week's episode? Yeah, because Vincent Price is in it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, season three, episode eight, The Aug and I. Do you have some information about this episode? Sure do. Uh, it was. Uh, it originally aired on November 2nd, 1967. Okay. It was written by Stanford Sherman right. and directed by Oscar Rudolph. All right. I don't remember seeing Oscar Rudolph directing anything ever before this. And there is a special guest star in this episode, right? Oh, yes. Uh, should I, we do it now, or should we wait till he actually comes on? We'll mention it when he comes on. Okay. All right, so we open up with Egghead, and um, he's riding a donkey down the street following some Serbian Cossacks. I'm not really sure what exactly they are. They're from a made-up Slavic country. Yeah. So just I would just say, for to make it easier, they're Russians. Yeah, they're, think of them basically as... About as stereotypical Russian as you can get. She, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they're heading to police headquarters. And we cut to Gordon in his office. And he's upset. He's hungry. It's, I guess it's around lunchtime because he wants his sandwich right now. He phones, oh, he, a, he phones his secretary. The delivery boy's here. He comes in. And uh, Gordon tips him, which I thought was nice. Gordon, you know, he doesn't he really... He probably gave him a penny. <laughs> Um, he opens up the bag, takes out the sandwich, and he's pissed because he wanted a roast beef sandwich, and all, all it is is a, a piece of bread with a couple of eggs on it. So he really realizes a delivery boy's egghead. Uh, here's the first pun. Egghead says, well, we're about to make an exit from the police headquarters. Gordon's like, look, it's not going to be that easy to leave. You can't just walk out of here, you know, with me... You can walk in here easy. Anyone can walk in. It's leaving. That's hard, buddy. Egghead says, look, I got a plan for that. Olga comes down, and Olga is Egghead's, like, partner in crime in this episode. She comes down to the window in a hot air balloon. And how does no one notice a hot air balloon just flying around? That's what I was thinking. That would have to be, I mean, they don't move fast. And that draws attention, right? Yeah. Huge attention. <laughs> she comes down to the window. Nobody cares, apparently, that there's a hot air balloon flying around near police headquarters. She comes out to the window. Um, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon goes out, gets in the hot air balloon. He doesn't even fight it. He doesn't yeah. even fight it. He just goes, all right, let's go for hot air. I'm, I bet he wanted to take a ride in the hot air balloon. I think he did. For free. I mean, why not? They fly off, and we cut to the opening credits. After the credits, O'Hara's in the office. He's just standing around waiting for uh, Commissioner Gordon to get back. When he notices that Commissioner Gordon has left a note that says, I've been kidnapped, please help. I don't know what it, it said, like, I've been kidnapped or something like that. I don't know how he had time to write that note. Yeah, how did he, how did Egghead not find, maybe that's why it doesn't say Egghead did it, because he didn't have time. <laughs> maybe it's just shorthand, maybe he was, a, like, a stenographer before he was a the police commissioner. Batgirl shows up, O'Hara's like, why are you here? She says, look, I've had a hunch that something bad's gone down. And she was right. The police she always has these hunches. I know. I don't know where she's getting this from, but it's women's intuition, I guess. That's what it is. O'Hara says, look, the, the commissioner's been kidnapped, and Barbara almost slips up. She's like, oh, what do you mean, my fa... But then she's like, I mean, the commissioner... 
Gordon. And, you know, Hera doesn't even notice because he's an idiot. I mean, wouldn't you would... you... she basically said my father. How does he not pick up on that? It always happens in TV shows, <laughs> these things. They're like, oh, wait a minute. They almost say it. And I would think that anyone would pick up on that. You would think so. Show, it doesn't even have to be Batman. It can be anything. No one ever picks up on it. So Hera says, uh... Look, we shouldn't tell his daughter, Barbara, because she would just freak out. Which is a little unethical, I think, not to tell the family that, you know, the father's just been <laughs> kidnapped and all that. How many how, how many kidnappings go down every year where they never tell the family? The family might worry, so we just won't tell them that their their family member's been kidnapped. I think it's really just laziness on O'Hara's part. He doesn't want to pick up the phone. He doesn't know how to use a phone, I think. That could be That could be true. So Batman and Robin show up. Batman suspects Egghead and Olga, Queen of the Cossacks, of kidnapping Commissioner Gordon. Because, after all, they are in town, so why not? <laughs> we cut to Egghead, and uh, they've got Gordon. There's a lot of weird Russian dancing, very stereotypical. There's bears. There's weird music. Uh, Egghead says, everybody calm down, because i got to give Gordon a call. He calls up Gordon's office, and he has the direct line into Gordon's office. And we know that Gordon has a secretary. Why doesn't... Doesn't all calls go through the secretary? You can somehow call... And where did he get the number, anyway? When Egghead was in the office, he looked at the phone and wrote it down real fast. I guess it's so. It's probably plastered on the phone. <laughs> Egghead loves using the phone. Batman even said that. I, I know Egghead's going to call because Egghead loves the phone. Egghead would love texting, I think, if he were around today. He'd be texting everybody all the time. Yeah, he would be a big texter. <laughs> what, do you think his aim, what do you think his AIM nickname would be, Egghead? I have no idea. It probably would be Egghead, like, 415 or something. <laughs> Egghead 420. Egghead. <laughs> you know it would be. Anyway, Egghead says, look, what we want, and this is number two, in exchange for the commissioner's life, is ten cents, a 10 cent tax on every egg eaten in Gotham. And he, <laughs> this is number three. He's on fire on the phone. <laughs> he says, this is an egg-sized tax. Um... <laughs> So Batman's like, look, we can't just do that. There's hundreds of thousands of eggs eaten every day. There's no way we can keep track of all this. So Egghead says, just get the Gotham police force to do it. They're not doing anything anyway, which is actually a good idea. It is true. Although he has half of the Gotham police force in his hideout right now. I mean, which is Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. The other half is Chief O'Hara. That's also true. I never thought of that. You are right. So he says, turn the Gotham police into egg counters and tax collectors. B Batman, he agrees. He said, what else can we do? I mean, he's got the the uh, commissioner. Robin says, holy eggshells, which I, doesn't make that sense. That was kind of a lame one. That was a lame one. <laughs> so Batman's like, you know, don't worry. I've got a plan. So does Barbara. And, and she's like... Let's let's just work out our plans separately. Let's not try to work together on this one. Let's just that do our own. That was probably a good idea on Barbara's part. I don't think Batman actually had a plan. <laughs> he didn't really. I was I was waiting for his. And I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure Batman says an egg pun here. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say this is number four. He does do one. I don't remember what it was though, but he does do one. So Batman tells O'Hara, "Look, you're gonna have to collect the taxes." And O'Hara's like, "All right, I can do it. Why not?" We cut to O'Hara. He's getting lunch. And this th is the best scene in the episode, though. O'Hara's getting lunch, and at some diner somewhere in Gotham, and who is the... The waiter. The waiter is... Alan Hale Jr. from Gilligan's Island. He was the skipper on Gilligan's Island, and here he's known as Gilligan. Not really very subtle reference to Gilligan's Island there. 
by naming him Gilligan, but whatever. It's funny. It's Anyway, Gilligan says, you know, what can I get you? You want the usual, and which is apparently large milk and a hot pastrami. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> it does. That's what O'Hara gets every day for lunch. You think he means a hot pastrami sandwich or just like a big piece of pastrami warmed up? <laughs> I thought he meant like a hot pastrami is in penis. That's what I thought. <laughs> Or, well, maybe. We don't, I mean, we don't know. They call him the skipper for some reason. <laughs> anyway, Egghead shows up. He's like, look, you're not getting a pastrami. Get this man a half a dozen eggs. Stat. O'Hara. <laughs> and, then he, and then he asks O'Hara, how do you like him? <laughs> he's like shaming him even more. There's like, like, O'Hara can't do anything to stop it. I know. Well, since you gotta eat him, how do you like him? <laughs> and he, in like a poor pitiful man, he goes scrambled. He doesn't even try to stop Egghead, because Egghead's like, look, if you mess with me, Gordon's gonna get it. And then he, he forces him to eat 12 after he says that. That's he goes, true. six, no, make it a dozen. And I like, you know, Hare really doesn't care. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm hungry, I'll eat whatever. We cut to Barbara, and she's in full Batgirl costume, talking to Alfred the butler in her apartment. She's like, Alfred, I got a plan, and I need your help. You're the only person who can help me. Apparently her father wears this weird aftershave uh, from Sumatra called Wellington Number 4, and it has a very distinct smell. And Alfred somehow, he's like, oh yeah, I've heard of that. Because Alfred's really into aftershave. Aftershave. He knows his aftershave. <laughs> they made it seem like it smells really bad. The way and, that those two carried on. Why and, would you want to wear horrible smelling aftershave? And apparently you can smell it from, like, outside buildings is how strong it is. So he goes around with his aftershave on, and he reeks from, like, blocks away. And nobody's ever said anything to him about it. So her plan is, let's go around all of Gotham, you and me, let's sniff out this aftershave looking for her father. And Alfred's like, shouldn't we get more people because Gotham is like a huge city? She's like, no, no, we can't do that. We can't ask anyone for help because I don't want anyone to know that I'm Batgirl and Barbara Gordon because how else would Batgirl know such like... How else would Batgirl know such an intimate fact about Commissioner Gordon? So, her identity as Batgirl is more important than saving her father's life. <laughs> because what are the odds of two people just smelling... I mean, if you and I walked around New York City looking for a particular smell, it would take us forever. I like how Alfred is Batgirl's Robin. That's true. They do play him up like that. That's an interesting point. I like that, too. So we cut to the Bessarovian embassy. Uh, Batman and Robin are there. They're talking to the ambassador. I guess this was Batman's plan. He suspects Olga and her Cossacks might show up at the embassy. And why would they show up? Well, there's a... What, what's it called? A, a brass... Samovar. A, yeah, a brass... A, a bra the brass samovar of Genghis Khan. And a samovar... You looked it up. It apparently is like a teapot. Basically, it's a, it's a, like a self boiler. But this so thing like is this thing is huge. I mean, this is like twenty feet giant. tall. Yeah, it's giant. Yeah, it's huge. Genghis Khan really loved his tea. <laughs> I guess he did. So whoever possesses this um, brass samovar is, by tradition, the legitimate ruler of uh, <laughs> Bessarovia. And I don't know how Batman knew that, but he he did. <laughs> I like how they're storing it in Gotham, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, apparently, it's it's in Gotham for safekeeping because in best there are more criminals in Gotham than anywhere else in the world. That's true. I good point. I don't know why. 
So Batman's like, look, I got a plan, but Ambassador, you gotta help me out. Later that night, Olga shows up with the Cossacks to take the uh, Samovar. They just wheel it out. It's that easy to just show up at an embassy. Yeah, there's no alarms or anything. No nighttime security. Nothing. Back in Olga's hideout, we see Gordon. He's gagged, and he's in this ridiculous cage. Like birdcage. Batman and Robin pop out of the samovar. Gordon starts freaking out, yelling, but he's all mumbled because he's gagged. And Batman and Robin really make no attempt to be quiet or sneaky at all. They make all kinds of noise, jump out, talk very loudly. And of course, this attracts the attention of Olga, because she pops out, throws a smoke bomb, and Batman and Robin basically pass out. That was very easily (laughs) defeated, Batman and Robin. Egghead shows up. He's very happy. He says, Olga, you are an exquisite diabolical genius. Number five. Just seconds later, Batman starts coming too. Apparently the smoke bomb wasn't that strong. So Olga reveals that the ambassador gave him away. He was a Cossack all along. And apparently, this is really weird, he's also a chef. <laughs> and he puts on this ridiculous chef hat. And he says something, he's, he's going to make the greatest meal ever with special ingredients, and he just walks away. Egghead's like, look, we gotta kill Batman and Robin now. I know how this goes. They're gonna get away. Things will not go good for us. Let's kill them now. He's a smart man. (laughs) And he's, well, he wants to exterminate them, which is, that's number six. Do you think he actually wanted to kill them now, or do you think he just wanted to throw that in there? He thought of that while he was standing there. He was like, oh my god, this is awesome. I gotta say it. Maybe, but it wouldn't be a bad idea to just go ahead and kill them. I mean, from what we've seen. Olga's like, look, we, we can't kill him because I'm going to marry Batman. <laughs> She's in love with... She doesn't even know who Batman is. Why didn't she take off his mask? I mean, she has him caged up. Why do none of the villains, they always trap Batman, but they never think, let's take off his mask and figure out who this guy is. They, they don't want to because they know he's going to get away. He knows that you're going to capture him, and they're going to do this all over again. It's like playing. They like the idea of playing with Batman. I guess I guess that makes sense. I th- I think... In their mind, this is all a big joke. They're not really criminals. And Batman's the only one that's not in on the joke. <laughs> it could be. It's like an April Fool's Day joke, really. It is. It is April Fool's Day today. April Fool's, yeah. Egghead's jealous that Olga wants to marry Batman because he's engaged to Olga. We find that out, which they're not a very good couple, let me tell you. He keeps insisting. He's like, you gotta kill him now. Then he gets a judo chop to the neck from one of the Cossacks, which knocks him out. Olga's like, look, Batman, we're going to be very happy together. But Batman says, look, I'd be much more attractive, attracted to you if you were on the right side of the law. Because Batman really, one of his main attractions is law-abiding citizens, I think. That's true, but you know what he did say? He said you would be more attractive, so he's already attracted to her. Ba- and then Batman says something which I thought was funny. He's like, look, you can't be marrying two people because you, you're in America now. You've got to abide by our laws. Yeah, he said you have to throw away the, your old country's traditions. Batman is really a strong conservative, I think. He's xenophobic. <laughs> um, Olga says, don't worry about it, we're going to make a wedding borscht out of our captured prisoners, Robin and... Um, Gordon. <laughs> Robin and Gordon, yeah. Borscht is a vegetable soup, though. That's true, so this is really weird. And also it's weird that their wedding soup is going to be is a... Uh, humans. It's human. That's, that's, They're cannibals. It's actually pretty terrifying. <laughs> well, Egg can eat it. He loves eggs. There's obviously no eggs in it. <laughs> we cut to this chef, and he's got this 
hilariously large novelty pot <laughs> for cooking. I don't know where you get one of those, but he's found one. He's cutting up vegetables, putting it in. Robin and Gordon get in the pot. They're tied up. He doesn't even cut them up. Do you know how hard that would have to be to scoop them out of a giant pot, uncut up or anything? <laughs> I don't know what With he's planning. With their clothes on and everything. Yeah, I don't know what he was planning on doing. Obviously, the chef hadn't thought this through. Anyway, Batman's so, like... He says to Olga, I thought you were marrying Egghead. What's what's the situation here? He wants to know. And uh, she tells him, I'm going to marry both of you guys because I'm allowed to have six husbands. And the expression on Batman's face, he's not into that, obviously. He's, <laughs> he's freaking out, and it's hilarious. Do you think it was more he's not into, like, polygamy, or he doesn't want... He doesn't want to sleep with anybody who Egghead has slept with. <laughs> Which one of those? Do I don't think, think that's. I don't think it's the second. I think he's just not into polygamy. <laughs> All right. I don't think he minds the Egghead thing. So we cut to Alfred. He's out on the street sniffing all of Gotham, and he actually finds the Wellington Number Four at, in front of this weird warehouse. What luck Alfred has? You think? Well, either it's luck or Alfred has an incredibly awesome <laughs> gift of smell. I think it's his nose. He's got a good sniffer. He's I, British, so he's got he can smell really well. Okay. That's I I believe British can smell okay. just amazingly. So so he radios Barbara. She shows up, and she confirms that it is indeed the Wellington Number Four of her father. It's it's that strong. You can smell it from the street. Gordon is inside the warehouse, and he's in a pot full of vegetables, and yet they can still smell it out on the street. He must reek around other people. You know how bizarre that just sounded? He was in a, <laughs> he's in a pot full of vegetables. We cut to inside. Olga says, look, we're gonna, I'm gonna marry both of you guys. Egghead's okay with it. He said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to play second fiddle, which I don't even want to know what he means by playing I, yeah, second fiddle. <laughs> what you, he's happy to play second fiddle as long as Batman's married. <laughs> That's true. He, got, he gets to get the kick out of Batman being married. So Batgirl busts in. She starts roughing up all the Cossacks. They have swords. They're swinging swords at her, but she's dodging them, kicking them in the face. It's pretty awesome. Robin and Gordon, Gordon are still tied up, and Robin's like, we gotta help out, but we can't. We're tied up. We're about to be made into this delicious soup. And I love this. Alfred sneaks up from behind and just socks the chef right in the face and knocks him out. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I liked Alfred getting in on the on the fighting. Gordon is wondering, he's like, Alfred, why are you here? But Alfred, Alfred, you're Bruce Wayne's butler, why are you here? That would be really weird. Alfred's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Just Alfred is essentially a superhero in season three <laughs> of Batman. And I love it. I love it. I do too. And he's the only one that doesn't care about hiding his identity. His answer to all of that is, don't worry about it. <laughs> so... Oh, <laughs> That's true. I I like Alfred's style. O Olga's freaking out because now that Robin's out, you know, the Cossacks are, you know, they're getting hammered. They're getting knocked out left and right. Egghead's like, look, I've got a plan. Follow me. He says something with an ex extingency plan or something like that. That's number seven, I seven, believe. Seven. So his plan, he opens up this box and there are just two chickens inside. But... He's been feeding these chickens a diet of only onions for months. And apparently, if you feed chickens only onions, when you throw an egg, it will explode in uh, inferno. And it's pretty awesome. 
I wouldn't recommend trying that out at home. It sounds pretty Do you think dangerous. that's true, though? I wouldn't doubt. I mean, so far the science has been pretty solid on this show, so. It has been. It has been. You're right. So he throws the eggs. They explode. They make Batman, Robin, and Batgirl all start crying. They, can, they can't control it. And uh, everybody's crying except Egghead and Olga. And the that's the end of the episode. That's how the episode ends. Yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode. This is a two-part episode, obviously, or else yeah, that would be yeah. a really <laughs> weird ending. <laughs> That'd be a downer ending. <laughs> so <laughs> The only episode of Batman where the villains get away. <laughs> so next, next week, obviously, is another episode. And it's called How to Hatch a Dinosaur. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I, I hope there's a dinosaur involved. I'm very interested in finding out what that's all about. All right, so that's the episode. I would say overall, a very good episode. It was very entertaining. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Do you think Egghead... Ha- See, he loves eggs. Right. There's no doubt he eats eggs like crazy. Do you think he paid the egg tax? You know what? I don't think he would mind paying the egg tax, really. I bet he wouldn't. I think he was probably paying Tencent more for an egg anyway. Well, he never like said... he would eat an egg and he would go, here's Tencent's. He never said, like, I want the egg tax to come to me, did he? I think he just wanted to improve Gotham. He's like, send, right, yeah. send that extra 10 cents over to the library. Get Hire some more librarians. There's only two librarians. <laughs> Not a bad idea. So we have some emails this week. Okay, so the first email is from Jeff, and he's from Canada, which is cool. I like Canada. He says... Hey guys, I found your show when Tom mentioned it on one of his Flash episodes. I, I've listened to your first two shows so far and really enjoyed them. I like that you started with season three. The addition of Batgirl makes for some hilarious sexism, the best kind, from Batman. Um, a buddy and I created a huge website for the show when we were in college. Take a look, but beware the mid-90s site design. And the website is adamwest, it's one word, dot tripod dot com. And it's actually a really cool website. I went there. There's a lot. He has all of Robin's holy blank Batman really? quotes. Yeah, and there's like 300 of them. He has a wow. lot. He has a lot of Chief O'Hara's Irishy quotes or whatever. And it's really <laughs> wow, good. That's really cool. It's a good website. I'll have to check that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, check it out. Um, AdamWest.tripod.com. Uh, anyway, Jeff goes on to say, "How embarrassing to admit." To having a page on Tripod. It's okay, Jeff. I had a page on Angel Fire. (laughs) He says, anyway, here's hoping you keep it up. I'll keep listening. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Jeff also mentioned, and I replied to his email, and when he wrote back, he said, there is security on the Batmobile, but only if you try to drive it away. And if you drive it away, it sends up fireworks. And he says Batman invented the car alarm. And I think he's probably right about that. That could be true. I don't know. That that might actually be true. So, Jeff, huh. thanks for the email. Keep listening and um, tell your friends. All right, so you have another email, right? Okay, the, the mail comes from Paul, and it says, I have been listening since the beginning, and I must say you've kept me entertained longer than many other newer podcasts. I have a question for you concerning the best actor to ever play the Dark Knight, Adam West. All right. Here it is. I agree. Here it is. He is good. Do you believe that his role on the Batman series was the apex of his career? Or, if not, what do you believe it is? And why? Thanks for reading, and again, great show. So, what do you think? Do you think that Batman was the the absolute height of the career of Adam West? Okay, well, 
there's no doubt about it that the Batman series is the most famous thing Adam West has done. He's Adam West because of the Batman series. Right. Or not. I, I don't believe it's the best thing he's ever done. And for me, when I think the apex of his career, I think the best. And for me, that the the pilot for Look Well uh-huh. is the best thing he's ever done. He was hilarious in that. So you should explain what that is, because I don't know if a lot of people know exactly what that is. Okay, uh, Look Well was a show that Conan O'Brien created. Yeah. And uh, they did a pilot, and in it, Adam West plays a guy named Lookwell, who was a famous like TV detective. Right. <clears throat> and since then, uh, and now like 30 years later, he is a detective in real life. But he still acts like his television character. Yeah. It's a good idea for a TV show, I think. Yeah, and since he is famous for being Batman, and kind of like Lookwell was famous for yeah. being this TV detective, it's that same sort of idea. And it, it was just real fun. He poked a lot of fun at himself in it and everything. It was cool. Yeah. I I would say that Batman is the apex of Adam West's career. And my reasoning is everything else that he's ever done, really, after that, has been, even Lookwell, is basically because of his role on Batman. It was definitely... What he's definitely what he's known for, I think, is Batman more than anything. No, no, you're you're right, you're right. There's no doubt about it. And without that, he never would have been on Memphis Wrestling Television <laughs> talking to Jerry the King Lawler. So, Paul, to answer your question, I do think that Batman was the apex of his career, and Andy does not. Thank you, Paul, for the email, and also thank you, Jeff. And yeah, totally. Thank you. Keep them coming, people. Yeah, send emails if you have anything to say. If you hate the show, if you love the show, if you want to know anything, we will answer any questions. Nothing. Even have to be about Batman. Nothing is taboo with us. Send your emails to Steve and Andy at gmail dot com. Um, also, you can check out our blog, stevenandy.blogspot.com. We're on iTunes, which. I guess if you're listening to this, you probably have already subscribed to us. But tell your friends to go to stevenandy.blog. And, yeah, write a review on iTunes. We have gotten a review. If anyone's wondering what Chief O'Hara is doing, he's living in Canada. And he's writing reviews for podcasts about Batman. And he's loving our podcast. Well, he was a little upset because we sort of rag on him every now and again. But overall, I think he liked it. So thank you, Chief O'Hara, for writing us, Steve. All right, Andy, thanks for another excellent episode. (laughs) Good job. Thank you, Steve. Um, I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, talk to you later. All right. I'm trying to think of a pun that's goodbye with egg, but I can't, so goodbye. (laughs)